Creativity is contagious. Pass it on in any way possible. Albert Einstein. Hi, creatives. Thank you for joining us on this new episode of season three of Bring Up Creativity. I am your host, Daniela Bonte, and I am a full-time entrepreneur and the lead graphic designer of my Toronto graphic design studio, Danielle Labonte Designs. I'm on a mission to inspire creatives like yourself to pursue your creative dreams one podcast episode at a time. Whether you're new here or an avid listener, I'm incredibly happy you're here, and I'm really excited about today's all-new episode. Hi, creatives. I'm so happy you're joining me on the last and final episode of our third season for 2023. Time has flown right by and I can't believe I am sitting here recording this right now. It feels like I just recorded the season two finale episode, but here I am exactly one year later doing just that. In my year-end episodes, I take the time to devote to what 2023 has been like for myself on a business and personal level with you all. So, I'm going to continue to do this and share my journey of this past year. Perhaps let's start with my graphic design studio and the lessons that I have learned in business this year. At the end of every year, I always allow myself to answer these two questions, and that is how I'm going to organize this episode for all of you. So the first question is, what did I do great this year that I will continue into 2024? And the second question is, what could I have done better this year that I will change in 2024? So I'm going to be honest. I'm going to tell you the complete truth. I even have the answers written down so I can ensure to keep myself accountable for next year's goals. So here's what I did great this year. I improved my client experience at my graphic design studio to ensure every step provides a luxurious and simplified experience. With this, I invested in a whole new CRM system, which is called Dubsado, and it has been a game changer for invoicing, emails, project management, sending proposals, consultation forms, and so much more. It really did feel like a big investment up front because I did hire someone to set it up for me. And actually, she did join me on a recent episode of Bring Out Creativity. It is Fran from the Passions Collective. And she talks about setting up CRM systems and even attempting to do it yourself. So I recommend hitting up that episode if you haven't. So that investment did feel big right up front. But in the long run, it has saved me so much more money and just time in terms of what I was putting out there and how long it took me to write emails, proposals, and so on and so forth. My clients tell me all the time now how they love the back end, whether it's how my contracts work, the automatic payment reminders, the automation so that we don't have to chase or follow up consistently And even just the client experience that they receive, because I've been able to design everything to be completely branded to me, even with my consultation forms, like you can tell it is for my design studio and nowhere else. So I absolutely love this. And this is one of the best things I ever did this year for my brand. In terms of a second thing and what I did great this year, I want to start off by just saying that I actually feel like I saw how much potential I hold in my creativity as in the graphic design space. Now, I know that sounds probably cheesy or just doesn't make sense at all, but so I'll give you a little bit of a hindsight in this. So 2022, I had a really tough year. I wouldn't say it was a tough year in my business because I thrived and I hit one of my financial goals that I never thought I would hit, but mentally it was a tough year. I struggled due to my personal life changing drastically and myself being more cutthroat with the people I wanted in my life. For this reason, I was more emotional aside of my business and found myself 
pushing through in order to make sure that no one could visibly see that side of me in business and my services because I don't like to bring emotions forward in what I do and to my clients because I want them to have a positive experience. However, this year in 2023, now that I've got that hindsight, I found this year to be a little bit different and I can now look back on those struggles of last year and realize how much resilience I had built up in 2022 and use that as my power in 2023 for my work. I took on projects that really did challenge me. Well, as I found, because in 2022, I was struggling personally. I didn't take on as many projects that could have been as creatively challenging for me because I didn't have that energy to expel. Although I did build up resilience, it was just harder for me to do that because I still needed to devote time into myself for healing. So in 2023, this year, I was able to do exactly that. Sometimes I took on projects where I thought, oh, you can't do that. And I had those mental doubts, but I realized through coming out of 2022 that I really could do anything that I could put my mind to. So although I had one hell of a year, I was just able to take on such better projects, more projects that were full encompassing. So branding and web, more packaging projects, which I absolutely love. And I'm just thankful for that because I... I didn't give myself that pleasure in 2022. Now, I know every year brings you some new challenges, and that was what my challenges were for 2022. But it was really nice to be able to see, like, I have this full expressive creativity that I can put into client projects of all different types, because I know if there's a graphic designer listening, sometimes we feel like we need to confine ourselves to a niche, whether it be I'm a graphic designer for the beauty industry, I'm a graphic designer for the health and wellness industry, and so on and so forth. And I took on projects that were full scope in a lot of different realms because I, I love working with so many different backgrounds and business types because I want each day to look different for me and I want those challenges. So I don't confine myself to those niches. And that's exactly what I did in 2023. For my third great thing that I feel like I did this year, I said no to things that didn't fill my cup more than I ever have in any other year in business. So we talk about saying no a lot on this podcast because being a yes man isn't always going to be fulfilling. After a while, you can learn the red flags or projects that just won't serve you and your potential clients as well. Like it's easy to see like you won't be able to help them as much as maybe somebody else would. And that's when I usually provide information, contact information to other experts. So with that, if we're being real, I want to just say that if I Every time I said no, not every time, but majority of the time, I felt guilty. And that set in really, really quickly, almost as soon as I sent that email to say, thank you, but no thank you. And that is rooted in the people pleaser in me. And I will always make sure to stick to my gut now and always listen to that. And I did that more so this year than any other year. But of course, I can always do better in this. But I did just want to give myself this moment to say I did say no more than I thought I would. Because it will always be hard for me to do this. Even in my personal life, it will always be hard for me. The fourth thing I feel like I did great this year, I took classes in business finances and bookkeeping so I could better understand the financial literacy of running a successful business. Not only this, but I also learned more about investments in the stock market and began to find a love for this sort of a thing. My 2021 and 2022 version of me would be an absolute shock. I do still outsource for some things when it comes to my business's finances, particularly when it comes to filing my taxes, because no way in chance I want to risk doing that. (laughs) So I definitely have a bookkeeper that helps me with that. But 
for the back end of understanding write-offs or viewing my QuickBooks analytics so I can get everything organized for when tax season comes around or seeing where I should put more money into or less of has really been something that has been on the top of my to-do list this year. I know this will continue into 2024 and get better over time as well. So why am I even bringing this up? Well, yes, I am proud of myself and I know that I'm going to continue to do this into 2024 because like I said, past me would have been absolutely shocked that I found a love in this and now look forward to learning more about money and how I can make more of it or budget appropriately. You know, the list goes on. I just want to tell all of you who maybe are in the creative space so we don't give ourselves the capacity or the time to sit down and we probably hate it. I mean, I've, I've always never loved it. There's a reason I didn't go into it. Put time into it as much as like that sounds like, you know, basic to hear as advice. It is something I wish I started on earlier in my business because it would have propelled me forward a lot faster had I sat down to learn more about this. I thought I could always just delegate or I, I thought it would just be easy and that's not the case. And so I pushed it off for a while and made some bumps in past years in business. So that is like one of the takeaways I wanted to actually provide in this episode was put some time into it because it's the best thing I ever did. And I would have grown a lot faster had I had done that. So I can't wait for 2024 and being able to learn even more about it. Hi, creatives. I'm coming at you with a whole new level of sending emails to your audience with Flowdesk. You might have heard me talk about it before, and if not, I'd love to introduce you to it. Flowdesk makes simple, intuitive software tools to help entrepreneurs like you grow their businesses through custom email marketing. As a business owner, I have tried every email marketing system imaginable, but with Flowdesk, I have found a significantly higher conversion rate in my bookings and online sales by sending emails because it really does create seamless, fluid, and beautifully designed emails that are easy to read and stand out. If you haven't hopped on email marketing, consider this a sign to start scaling your brand by communicating with your audience on a personal and creative level. Below in this episode's show notes, you'll find a custom link to provide you with 50% off your first year of Flowdesk. Before my coffee gets cold though, let's get back to the episode. So lastly, but I know there's more that I'm proud of myself for, but at the same time, I'm not going to tell everything in this whole episode. I am being completely honest and open, but this episode will be way too long for a wrap up to go through everything. So I kind of bunched it into like my top five. So my last and fifth is that I continue to put myself out there by taking on things that made me uncomfortable, but knew it would challenge me and help me to grow as an introverted entrepreneur. I have been taking on more speaking gigs and teaching opportunities when and where I can, as well as being a part of virtual events, even just as a student. So I can network, learn from others and teach those what I already know and just put my name out there. Although I still do have some nerves associated with this, I always walk out feeling so confident knowing I helped some people and met other amazing people in this space as well. So yeah, I'm I'm realizing how proud I am of myself. And I hope by you listening to these pros of my 2023 that you might feel similar and you might have even had some similar experiences. So I really do invite you to feel proud of yourself too. 
And I'm going to congratulate you, but I also just want to say that you should congratulate yourself and celebrate these wins that you had for the past year. However, if I think analytically, not everything I did was awesome, but through making mistakes or experiencing certain things, you realize where you can do better. And so I have a couple of those as well to share right now. The first one I had on my list was that I fell into the trap of self-comparison a lot this year. And that's funny to say because I actually devoted a solo episode to self-doubt. <laughs> but I I think that's why I put an episode out there about this because I relate to this. I'm sure a lot of people relate to this. But this past year was pretty evident in it, not online, but just with those around me or even just to my own self. I self-compared a lot. And this created a sense of self-doubt and, as a result, imposter syndrome. I definitely feel I could have taken less time away from social media, which fosters these negative emotions. And I do talk about this a lot in that self-doubt episode that was posted this past summer of this third season of Bring Up Creativity. So I walked through some of the things that I did to try and help myself with this. But at the end of the day, I do think I can always do better in this because, obviously, I fell into the trap a lot of this. So... I will be continuing to work on this in 2024. My second is that I was really hard on myself for certain things, and I will continue to always work on this, but I am such a perfectionist when it comes to myself, my work, and my business. It's easy for me to harp on things in the moment versus provide myself positive reinforcement or constructive feedback. And sometimes you get client feedback that doesn't always feel constructive. It more so just feels like you are getting harped on. So it is harder to work around that and try and rephrase their feedback into constructive, something that will be allowed to help you to actually implement updates or changes when you're in the graphic design world. But I was also really hard on myself for certain things. And I think a lot of us in the creative space, we fall into that characteristic of being a perfectionist. So I'm sure with me putting this out there that you're probably listening to this and you're like, yep, that's totally me. My third and last is that, oh, totally not my last, but my third is that I could have done better on my boundaries this year. And I hate the fact that I have to put this in my list because I always want to tell people that boundaries are so important for a business's success, but I checked my emails way too often than I should have. And I know this is, again, all too relatable to the business owners listening. It's so hard for us to separate ourselves. And with each year in business, for myself getting slightly busier and more challenging, I found myself falling into the trap of checking things in the evenings when I was meant to be signed off or even on vacations. So we'll continue to be working on this one as well. Now for my last. I had some mishaps with clients where I found I wasn't being respected as much as I would have liked. This is the hardest one for me to say on this podcast episode because I don't like to talk about this a lot. My amazing clients definitely outweigh some of the bad instances, but we do have to talk about them. Sometimes you do get clients where you're not being communicated enough, and that's what I'm talking about in terms of respect. I felt like I got ghosted a lot more this year, and myself and my team included, had to follow up all the time to try and ensure that projects didn't fall behind and impact our scheduling of new client projects to come up. I've always found myself to be more on the lenient side. And with that, people take advantage of it and don't realize the importance of communicating to keep myself in the loop so that it doesn't impact business. I don't think when you're working with other business owners that they consider that they're working with another business owner 
And if they don't respond and they completely ghost you, that it impacts you negatively because you're holding a space for them. And that space that they've booked up of time could have went to somebody that actually wants to communicate and will finish the project with you because it impacts your own finances. So this is really hard for me to talk about on this episode, but it is something I had to come to terms with. So I was way too lenient. I had my business impacted by people who didn't really respect my time. And with this lesson, I learned that I will be reinforcing my contract clauses more and will have to be more remindful to those even when I might feel bad because sometimes I let that rule my decisions more than what I needed to, I I just needed to put those clauses more in effect and reiterate them to clients when they don't, I don't hear from them. Specifically pause fees, because pause fees should be initiated if you don't hear from a client within two weeks, if not a little bit more. Because as we know, and like I said, it impacts your scheduling for client projects. And with that, I needed to reinforce them more. And I didn't. Because if you're only running on a deposit for these clients, it's hard to continue to function and offer the best service possible when you're not even hearing from them and you're trying to pretend like everything's fine when it's not. It does impact your work and they need to be made aware of that. So although I attempted it, I definitely could have done better. I was a little too lenient this year. So with that being my last kind of mistake of the year or whatever we want to call it, their mistakes, I am learning to be better and take these experiences and and be better for 2024. So I'm not going to hang on these little things because I know that 2024 is going to be even better for those. Through recording this episode, though, I realized how much I have done for myself on a positive note, which is why I want this episode to finish out positively instead. So personally, I am so proud of myself for getting back into a holistic journey this year and discovering my love for Pilates and being easier on my body and my expectations. I continue to cook new recipes and find creativity outside of my work. I traveled more and took time off to enjoy the smaller moments. And I made time to be with the people that I love, which is the most important of all. To wrap things up, this podcast has brought me so much joy and pleasure. I look forward to recording every session, whether I'm meeting a new guest expert or recording a solo episode, because I know how resourceful podcasts are and can be. As you all know, I started this podcast to inspire creatives alike to pursue what they want on any level they desire. So whether it's a business, hobby, or a job, that has been my mission with Bring Up Creativity since I started this podcast three years ago. I met so many amazing people along the way of this third season from all over the world. And that's the part I find so crazy about recording virtually. I have the opportunity to chat with people I normally wouldn't outside of this show. This means my circle of being surrounded by positive energy and people would be so much smaller had I never started this. My biggest takeaway of this season, if we're going to talk about a takeaway, is that we truly all go through something similar at some point in our creative journey. We all continue to discover ourselves in different ways, but it always leads us to where we need to be. And that's why you'll notice a lot of the episodes, if you've tuned into a fair amount that I always say, I swear we don't have unique experiences because we've all been there and done that. And that's why chatting with creatives and being part of this community in this space is one of the best things ever because you can never feel alone. So I hope I offered a sense of hope and inspiration to you all in this third season of Bring Up Creativity and would love to hear from all of you 
if any episode or topic that we covered this year really translated with you or made a difference. I can't wait to see all of you in 2024. Thank you for your support, your ongoing engagement, being a part of this community, tuning in. The list goes on. Thank you so much. I am incredibly thankful for all of you. Happy holidays and new year. Stay safe and keep on being creative. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. We're always brewing up something new for all of you to tune into and love hearing from you. Our team over here on Brewing Up Creativity would love it if you joined our community in any capacity. Whether it be checking us out on Instagram at Bring Up Creativity or leaving a review to help us better serve you as listeners. If you're looking to join or sponsor an episode, reach out to us through email, which is linked in our episode's show notes below. Thanks, creatives.